0: Hey, this is Jules OC, Jules double underscore OC on Instagram, Jules fit OC on Twitter. Feel free to send me questions, comments, ideas, feedback. I love hearing from people. I was just talking to my mentor, my Harvard PhD scientist on the phone and a couple of years back we had a conversation in which he told me something that really stuck in my head and I geared it toward fitness. I'm kind of a copier, but I'm not, I'm a creative thinker. And so I hear something that somebody creates in like a boring field of study. And then I think, what would happen if I did that with fitness and with health? And then I'm like, yeah, that really works. So, um, I'm like an innovator, but in a way that a lot of people don't care about, but I digress. So he is from Connecticut Westport originally, and then he's from New York, the Max Factor family. So he's a sharp dresser. He spends a lot of money on his clothes. His appearance does not match what Newport Beach, Southern Californians look like. He's very precise about his clothes, and he just looks like a city person. He's 60, but extremely polished. And his physique is that of Clark Kent, but with the Superman costume on, let's just say. So the guy knows what he's doing with food and the science of it and he looks like it so he was talking about his shoelaces once because he had these gorgeous shoes on I think they were Prada leather shoes but he had shoelaces in them and one was green and one was red and they were very subtle and I said you have two different color shoelaces on those were like two or three years ago and he said yes honey disruptive fashion is in style and I said disruptive fashion oh my gosh I love that disruptive fashion I like disruptive things I like disruption I'm gonna make I like disruptive fitness because I wasn't born in the fitness realm I did I'm not a gym head I didn't go to the gym my whole life and go like oh I love this I love lifting weights I'm pumped I'm gonna take some pre-workout I'm gonna do my protein powder that is the antithesis of my existence and it's not how I arrived in the fitness world world So disruptive fashion, and then I'm like disruptive fitness. I'm gonna develop this because, and I felt like I identified with it. So I really liked this concept because I'm into this notion that I think there's stereotypes in fitness. I think it's cookie cutter. I think it's a little bit one dimensional, boring. Fitness is so, it's the same stuff, regurgitated over and over. It needs creativity, it needs innovation. And I like doing that, so I feel like I'm all about breaking the mold. So we've established that disruptive in the sense that we're talking about as far as fashion goes and fitness is not negative. In fact, it's edgy. It's eclectic, it's a little eccentric, and I love it. Novelty is the key for new learning in our brain because you know I study neuroscience and psychology, and disruptive fitness is novel, and it's positive. I also love positive psychology. So let me tell you, the angle that I approach nutrition and health and fitness is completely coming on the in on the other side. It's not how most people do it. The way that other people do it, I'm not saying I'm the only one or I invented it, but if I if I am inventing it, that's cool. But if someone else has, I don't know about it because I don't really listen to anyone else. I stay out of people's Instagrams, I stay out of their fitness, I stay out of the the workout girl fitnesses. I don't like being in their stuff. It it's there's no joy or goodness in that. It's like, I just like being my individual self and it's better that I don't. But when I have in the past heard, I have a girlfriend named Tana Amen and she is adorable and lovely. And we had lunch at Whole Foods once, or True Food. And, um, she is really into nutrition now. And I'm not going to single her out cause I like her. She's my friend. But, um, most people are like on their blogs, five foods that fight cancer. Take these so you don't get heart disease. Um, four reasons that uh, you should take this food so you avoid stroke. That's great, but that's really, to me, from the neuroscience perspective, our brains don't understand the negative. I did this on my Instagram story tonight. Our brains hear the words, but they don't register no or don't. Those are the negative. So when you say, I don't want to get cancer, your brain registers I cancer. And so I've always, I found that out maybe seven, eight years ago when I started studying mindset and how I want to talk to myself. And so the way I approach health and fitness is I like taking things in little chunks. I really want to reach out to obese people and sick people because they mindset supercharges change. Um, so. People do it the old-fashioned way, um, the, you know the tried and true one-dimensional gym route way, you know they'll get change over time, probably three steps forward, um, two and three quarter steps back. But mindset and the new neuroscience and my of mindset supercharges change and makes it last. So I approach health as, why don't we? my client, you, whoever, try this superfood for a week. Let's see if we can incorporate this into your, into your nutrition plan, into your routine, and see how I feel. I wanna see if I feel better. What if we try it for two weeks and see how that goes? So we've established that disruptive fitness, disruptive fashion are both positive, coming in from a different angle, and it supercharges the brain to make change quicker and longer-lasting and to me for everyone we don't want to make change and then fail I mean I've done that more than anyone in the world I'm a complete failure at more diets nutrition exercise pills every short-term thing in the world I've done and failed at which is why I've arrived here at a late age but long term so and it's working and it's been years and it's nice cuz I'm on my own experiment so disrupting the status quo is coming in on a different perspective and being successful at it so i come in on the the almost on the offense not like fight cancer like cancer's trying to get me it's like cancer's not even near me it's not even my realm i'm in the i'm in the let's keep finding out what works more. Oh, this worked more. What happens if I do this? So I'll have someone incorporate, um, let's say bee pollen into their lifestyle. And they'll say, yeah, I found that was really easy. Every other day I put it in my oatmeal and I'll say, okay, we're going to give you enough to last a month. Do you think you could do that for a month? Yeah, let's do that for a month. So they'll do it for a month. After a couple months, I'll, I'll say, have you noticed any differences? They'll be like, yeah, you know, I noticed that my allergies Uh, haven't been acting up and I'll be, I'll think that's great. And so then we'll, you know, it's, it's from that angle. And I think you get the gist. It's really taking foods that have a positive effect on our body and not using them to try and like fight a battle that we're not even fighting, but our brain thinks we are, and it's going to create a problem for us. If we keep thinking like it is, because that's how our brains work. They're, they're very aware, pattern-making beings, and if they hear these words over and over, they start creating a reality, and these are based in solid neuroscientific studies, hundreds of thousands. If you wanna look these up, the, the lead people um, who have been doing research on this for 20 years are Bruce Lipton, he's the number one. I would say Google him and his studies. That He really believes that the brain and our mind are the drivers of our cells health and he has amazing studies and incredible work that is just for me I literally have goosebumps all over my body my shins have goosebumps the back of my shins have goosebumps my calves so no so he's saying our brain I mean a lot of people say our gut is the key to immunity and health there's a few systems that are all working in, in concordance but our brain definitely affects the health of ourselves. It's incredible. I'd like to share some of that work on a separate podcast, but I really like to try and keep these as short as possible. So I'd like to assert that we try things differently. If you're up for it, my dad is 70 and he wasn't always healthy. He now does triathlon sprints. I wish he'd follow some more of my food advice, but he has followed a lot of it and that's really inspiring to me. The fact of it is, we have the ability to change our mindset and our brain and the neuroplasticity of what goes on in our physiology of our head until the day we die. We used to think that that wasn't true. In the past, in the not so recent, in the not so long ago past, people thought at about middle age or before, our brains start deteriorating. We're not making any more neurons. There's no more new learning. In fact, it's completely the opposite. We couldn't be more far off from the mark. So it's really important that we nurture and learn and grow and increase our behavioral repertoires. And this is all done through positive emotion, positive talk through our brain and understanding how to work with our brain and get it to work with us because it is not on board with us. Believe me, it has its own set of ideas of what it wants to do. It wants to replay what it's familiar with. It has created patterns so deep and so rich and so well-worn like a path. If you go hiking, those paths that hundreds of people have walked on have created little dips and um, places where feet have trodden over and over and there's grooves in the ground from that. And to get that to cover up would take a long time. It would take a year, a season, to get dirt to go back over that and cover it all up. Well, the same with our brain. Our habits, our thought patterns, if we're pessimists, if we are have certain beliefs about food, exercise, diet, they are fed oxygen and glucose Every time we do them, those pathways are fed. And in order to change them, we need to starve them. And what we do, you can't just starve it out. You also have to give the brain an option, a new option. So what we do is we say, I'm going to try and feel better, but I'm going to start slow and I'm not going to expect big results. I'm just going to do some research. I'm going to talk to some people who know what they're doing. I'm going to reach out and see what, what the easiest first step is and then try that. And then what you do is you string those weeks along and you get a whole bunch of new habits habits that start making you feel better and better most people are fighting a war that there's that they're not they shouldn't be fighting when in reality if they were just seeing how good they could feel they could do a lot more faster and they might find out things about themselves that they never knew and get feelings that they never knew thought they could have more awareness clarity creativity aliveness vitality and zest and isn't that the goal